The strongest stars have hearts of Kaiba. I'm going with the force of forces with me. That's not how the Force works. Well, that starts somewhere. Welcome to the KyberCast. This is episode number 105, recorded July 15th, 2021. My name is Joe Becker. I am one half of the KyberCast team. The other half is... Michael Diaz. Michael Diaz, nice to see you again, Michael Diaz, after a fun-filled week of Loki finale and everything else. So this is going to be a spoiler-filled special edition episode of a Loki season finale. Um, we've had that. Well, is it really a special edition? I guess it kind of is, since it's a it's a bigger it's a bigger deal than a typical. <laughs> it's a more pretty big deal. N- no. Well, maybe not us. No. No. So there will be spoilers in this episode, including part of the news. So that pertains to Loki. So you have been warned. We will be talking extensively of the Loki season finale. Um, other than that, what's going on, man? Not much. Uh, well, actually quite a bit. Getting ready for uh, graduation open house this Sunday. It's really good that you finally got your GED. I think that's amazing, and you should have a party. <laughs> uh, totally joking. It took, me, it took me a second there. I'm like, what? <laughs> no, it's for my daughter. I graduated I from MSU a long, long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but um, a joke, joke was there. I had to take it. I, I'm glad you did. It, it had you. You had me. You threw me through for a loop. I can't speak. Yeah, but you had me. You got me, Joe. It, it takes yeah. a while for those from Michigan State to get things. Sometimes oh it's okay. Where'd you go? <laughs> I went to one lesser. I went to Eastern Michigan University. Wow, that's like the school that's near uh, U of M, but yeah, not quite. Not quite. No, we got beat up all the time by the Michigan people. I actually partied at Eastern once. It's a great school. I had a great time there. I I had a good time there. I passed out in a bar. <laughs> Again, <laughs> what difference does that make? Ago. That was that was what Tuesday? Yes, didn't that happen Tuesday too? No, God. You know, <laughs> the funny thing is, I read this last year with COVID and all that drinking. The average uh, Michiganian Michigander drank on like a thousand drinks in the last year, which came out to like. 18 drinks a week or something like that? I don't know. It was. I didn't drink that much. I drank a little. I, I know I drank a little more beer. Uh, I know all kinds moment. of people that drink more. And honestly, we may have drank less. And I don't know how that happened. Not good for you. It was not anything intentional. It was just typically we drink when we go out, you know, and we right. see friends. Um, or we go out to dinner and, you know, have a nice meal and maybe, you know, get a couple drinks with, with dinner. But we didn't do that, you know? So we just didn't drink at all. Mm-hmm. Like, not not completely at all. I right. mean, we had a few drinks here and there, but we were... You had to tolerate each other somehow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know, one thing I will say this. Um, 
and I'm not alone in this. Uh, I actually know a fair number of people that are getting divorced, you know, oh, because of COVID. COVID. Now that they're COVID. Ma- the masks are off, they finally got a chance to see what they look like. Yeah. And <laughs> I have to say, um, you know, Shane and I did very well. It was, uh, I mean, I, I admit any two people, you know, being next to someone, I don't care who it is. Yeah. I don't care if it's your favorite person in the world. Right. Being next to your person, you know, 24 seven and not being able to really leave. That can be very stressful. And the fact that, Shane and I got through it, and you know, with glowing colors. I mean, I'm not going to say that there was never any tension in the life. Of course, year. everybody, everybody has that. Exactly. Right. But uh, I mean, uh, I'm assuming. I mean, you you bought a house and moved. Yeah. Children then. Yeah, we did all right. You and your wife. So yeah. Kudos to you. You guys made it through too. Yeah, we we had to get a bigger house to do it. <laughs> <laughs> but but seriously, like I I know more than a handful of people that unfortunately just didn't COVID was like no this is what you're like all the time I'm done. Well, I'm sure it brought other problems to light more that what was going to happen anyways. Um, right, I, I just uh, accelerated. But you know, I, she, she liked she really liked to joke and tease that. This was like a glimpse into our retirement, like, you know, going for walks, going up. Right, right. We took that vacation last week and we, we walked. It was only a couple of miles, but we walked to a little place and had sat down and had breakfast and then walked back. So we got our four-mile walk in. It was fun, you know, so. Played a little shuffleboard. Played a little- <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. No, no shuffleboard. The old man sport for me. It's pickleball. Nintendo. Oh, <laughs> I like pickleball. I gotta. We gotta play. We gotta play. You know how to play? Um, I played at work, but I'm not good. But I could play. You don't need to be good. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on a sec. Is this the? Uh, I play. Like I heard about your scam in golf. Haley <laughs> told me all about it. That, like Jesse and uh, I mentioned people that you guys work with. Sorry, but. Yeah. Um, there's a group of guys that went that golf all the time, and they're like, "Oh, and you went along and you fucking schooled them all." <laughs> well, it wasn't quite that much, but yeah. I, let's just say I don't buy the equipment that they those guys have, and I don't have the expensive shirts and stuff to look like a golfer. But I know what I'm doing. Yeah, they were I, I, the stories I've heard is that they were all blown away and that you kicked all their asses. <laughs> they had bad days. So I had a decent day. <laughs> See, you're so humble. Yeah. So when you say, yeah, I play, I play I, well, no, I, I played like twice and I've, but I played tennis in high school. Oh, so, okay. So I know how to, but it's not the same thing, but in my head, I play it the same. No, but a lot of tennis players, either when they get older or injuries, stuff like yeah. that, they do move to pickleball. Yeah. So we got to play. Anyways, that's not what this podcast is about is our old age and what we play. We, that's the. <laughs> It is about it's our uh, old age and what we what we watch. Yeah, it's uh, Star Wars and more. And this this week's gonna be a lot uh, Marvel filled. But uh, starting with the news and speaking again of spoilers, we did see and it's not much to talk about here, but we will see a season two of Loki. Which when we get into the series, when we get into the the kind of the dialogue about that, it's kind of has to really. Yeah, but I I'm still surprised. Yeah, I, I am too. I, I am too. But the way that, I, you know. Well, I get that it's only the third Marvel show. But so far, they've just been limited series. So but I they never said that uh, Loki was a limited series. They never specifically oh, I know. said that. I know. They never said that Falcon and Winter Soldier was a limited series either. They only said Wanda was, by name, a limited series. Right. In theory, all series are limited. Oh, my God. Here we go. 
<laughs> right? I yeah. think they should have a better name for limited series. They should come up with kind of like, you know, what's 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 the equivalent of a novella, you know? Right. For TV, you know. Should be like, or, you know, limited series is, should be like we know exactly when the series is going to end. Series. <laughs> right. Well, they should just figure out a new word, you know, like a uh cinemini or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. Mini movie. Finite series. There you go. Well, all, all series are finite. Right. Gotta have a new name. You can't call it a series. It's not a series. Series implies more than one season, in my opinion. Finite season. Well, that's yeah. the funny thing too. In the UK, they call every season a new series. So yeah, well, series they're, two, series three. they're backwards, anyways. Look at their f- soccer team. Um. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So yes. Season two of Loki. I can't wait. I'm, yeah. I was super excited when I saw right. it. And we'll talk, we'll talk soon about that. Now, uh, Michael, I don't know if you got a chance to see uh, the Ryan Reynolds, Taika Waititi as Korg. Of course I did. Deadpool. Um, watching, what, what would you call that? Uh, uh, watch, they were watching the preview of Free Guy, but what was it was kind of like. They were doing a, you know, I, I don't know how often you watch YouTube, but they were doing a, 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 a spoof of reaction videos yeah 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 that's what it was man i tell you what ryan reynolds knows that stuff inside and out how to play those kind of commercials it was good and taika in there that was great so does that mean that he's in the mcu or was it just this one time kind of joke like because after the whole thing when taika says well you know check your email <laughs> you know right yeah but all that stuff is let's send you an email you're in the mcu do you think that was a because they're both in that movie. So I wonder if they want clearly own the rights to Deadpool now. So it doesn't hurt anything. Right, right. And, and it was funny because, yeah, obviously that, um, that that's, a, I mean, even Ryan Reynolds makes a reference to the fact that that was Free Guy was a 20th century movie. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, oh, the 20th century Fox fire sale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was funny. So, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Disney owns all those rights now. So yes, right. they own Korg. They own Deadpool. It was a fun bit of corporate synergy, if you will. Yeah, it was great. But it is, I think, I mean, it's obviously not official, but it is a wink and a nudge and kind of lets people know, hey, we are bringing Deadpool back. You just don't know when. Yet. Yeah, I think it'll happen eventually. It's great. Yeah. Great. Great watch. If you guys want to get out there and watch something fun on YouTube, it's really nice. Um. And then jump into the third piece of news, something I've been waiting for since the series or the season ended. Um, there is now a making of episode of the Luke Skywalker ver- uh, episode for The Mandalorian. Uh, it's going to be aired August 25th. Um, I did read that Mark Hamill will be part of it. Uh, so I cannot wait to watch that that episode. That's going to be awesome. The Disney Plus, see, where, where, where do they put it? In between other things. Do you know what I mean? Because Bad Batch will be ending. It's like, oh, here comes that Luke episode. Like, oh, you know. Yeah, but I haven't watched any of their behind-the-scenes stuff. Oh, they're great. It should, actually, season one's behind was phenomenal. You should watch it. Every, every episode's great. And then the second one is only one long episode. They're both very good. But the first one really gets into the how they came up with the storyline, how they got the music for it. Like, it's really, really good. So when nothing's on, just start watching those. That's Seriously. the thing. 
with all these streamers. Never nothing on. There's never nothing on. I know. Like, I've got stuff queued. Like, we can't finish the crown because we just haven't had time, you know? Now, Mm -hmm. part of that, I don't know about you, but there's been so much soccer on with the Euro and the uh, Copa America. Now, the Gold Cup's on. Like, oh, man. There's a lot of soccer going on right now. There's a lot. I pick and choose. I don't watch all of it. I can't watch all no. of it. But, you know, one of the things we like to do when we chill out at night, if we're not watching something geek worthy, we throw on a soccer game because there's plenty of them now. <laughs> yeah. There is. Did you get it? You watch any MLS? No. <laughs> That's all I got. No. I think if Detroit ever had a team, I would watch more. I do like the Port- I like the Portland team. Anyways, this is yeah. not a soccer. <laughs> We're really into sports. This is slowly turning into a sports podcast. We're going to lose all our friends. No, it's not um, all right, podcast. let's keep going on with uh, our geek this week. I, Michelle, and I finished. Oh, go ahead. Oh, you're what's that? What? Oh, that's yeah. right. You added news, but it's not yeah. there. It's not on the thing. Oh. It showed up on mine. Well, technology. There you go. Go ahead. There we go. So real quick, I, I won't spend too much time on this stuff, but uh, Comic-Con, it's not happening in San Diego again, which, for obvious reasons, yes, things have gotten much better, but we're still in the world of COVID. I know most people want to think the world is back to normal, but we got the Delta variant running rampant. We're not there yet, folks. So Comic-Con is at home again. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the dates because I didn't write them down, but that's not up to me. Go ahead and check it out. They're going to be doing... All their panels online again. So Comic-Con at home again this year. I think it's a good idea. I'll have to check the panels to see if there's anything. But I don't know who's going to be there. I don't. I have no idea. I you know, checked. with movies coming back, I mean, look at look at Black Widow. You know, two, over $200 million. You know, mm-hmm. and they did much better than they expected. $30 million think, of it in streaming money. Right. right. That's a lot. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of extra money for Disney Plus that said, that's, that, you know, when I said, what was it? Was it 30 bucks? Yeah. You paid for it, right? Yes, you I did. I did not pay for it. I did not. Oh, you sound Well, people paid for it. Um, I watched it at home, but I did not pay for it. That's all I'll say. Um, well, anyways, there's a $30, a 30 bucks, I think is what it was. That's a lot. That's 10 million people, man. 10 million people paid. Yeah. That's not nothing. That, 10 million people paid for Disney to do nothing other than like allow them to watch it at home. It cost them nothing to do it because they've already got the streaming platform there. They just unlocked a thing and made yeah. $30 million <laughs> over a weekend. You're basically just paying, paying up for a license file, basically. Yeah. Hey, but they get to watch it for what, a month? Something like that? Oh, I, I thought it was 24 hours, but that's even better. Good for that. That's fair. Yeah, I think they get it for a month. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I mean. I didn't know that. That might change my mind sometimes down the road. If I can't get to the movies, you walk it for a full month. Wow, dollar a day. Come on, it's cheap. how many times are you gonna watch? I mean, oh, if I pay 30, I'm gonna watch that every day for 30 days. So, you get my money. <laughs> <laughs> what are you watching tonight? Black Widow. <laughs> I thought you were, I can make this joke because I am Dutch, but as I say, I thought you were Greek, not Dutch. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're dumb, people. we're dumb with money. Have you seen our country's economy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, money we do not save <laughs> but yeah um back to that my, my point i was going to make with uh, black widow doing so well i think a lot of uh, a lot of these genre films 
are probably going to... Now, we know what Marvel and DC are not going to Comic-Con. They right. decided to pull out. They don't need but to. Do, what's that? They don't need to anymore. They don't need to. They get, well, you know, Marvel can do all their stuff at D23. Right. And... DC Warner's getting their own kind of stuff. Well, that's the thing, right? It kind of sucks in a way because this happens. This happens in a lot of different areas. It's happening in the video game world, maybe not so much this year, but you know these properties. Um, look at these cons and go, "Boy, that's a nice incremental income." Why are we? Why are we giving that incremental income and spending money at a con when we can put on a con? Right. No, no, no pun related. I'm conning people, but you're conning people out of money, basically. Well, you know, Star like, Wars was doing it before Disney bought them out. Absolutely, and they also now, like it or not, they still make Star Wars announcements at D twenty three. Yep. You know, they'll they'll do celebrations every couple of years, and then you know, alternate it with D twenty three. But ultimately, Disney's like, well, if we have our own con, we we'll get all the money, and we'll right. have to spend any. We'll spend money putting the show on, but we'll get it back. So, right. and it's separating kind of like the the juice of what Comic Con is. It's like coming together of all of them. Um. You know, so it kind of sucks because it's going to, it's going to, it's going to thin that out to, uh, you know, other, I don't know. It's just going to thin out the herd, I suppose, of what, what happens there. Then you're going to get like what dark horse comics is the best thing there. That ain't going to be cool. Wow. <laughs> I, I have some friends at dark horse. But well, are they the only ones there? Like you get nothing from DC and no, Marvel? No, no. Well, you, you, make, you make an excellent point. I mean, for years, I went to uh, Wizard World Chicago like every year for, I want to mm-hmm. say almost 10 years. And then I missed a year. Um, I think, well, one, one year I missed cause I was getting married and then someone else was getting married the next, the next year when they were going to have, or one year it was like over 4th of July weekend. I was like, no, I'm not going to go over the fourth. Long story short, I, I missed it for a year or so. And then went back. And then the time I went back, Marvel had pulled out, DC had pulled out. So I went there, and yeah, the the biggest uh, comic book, uh, actually, Dark Horse. I don't think it was there either. Right. So it was just not the same. So I hear what you're saying, but I'm thinking, you know, Comic Con has long ago ditched, you know, the big name. I mean, yes, Marvel and DC went there, but for for many years now, Comic Con has been more about pimping the latest genre film, right? Right. Hollywood really took it over. You know, it's the Avengers or you know, right. Endgame and blah, blah, blah. I I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what they do because it is going to be at home again. But I wouldn't be surprised if we got, you know, more movies pushing into Comic-Con because they want to get people back in the theaters to make that money. Because as much money, even $30 million is nothing to sneeze at on Disney+. Plus. No. That's 10 million people that could have gone to the theaters and spent 10 bucks a pop. Yeah, yeah, and then you know, here's the thing that Disney's thinking too, you know, or theater, you know, thirty dollars. Let's say you divide that by four, a family of four, that's less than a movie cost, right? Right. So they're they're actually losing a ticket sale. Wait, did time. I do that math wrong? They made how much money off of uh, Disney? Thirty million. Disney Plus streaming thirty million over the weekend. So that means only a million people. Sorry, but how many how many of those million people like were multifamily? So. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's what I was trying to break down. Right. That thirty dollars isn't per person, right? I, I just said that's ten million things were sold, Correct. ten million, ten ten million households were sold. Right. Uh, you're looking at probably you know go just say it's a family of four each time for lack of a better, and so, you know, and that ticket price is now 
thirty dollars divided by four is you know roughly seven fifty, seven twenty five, something like that. So that's a lot cheaper than a movie ticket nowadays. So right. even, so they're not getting you know, but you know it works out. You know they're making their money anyway. Well, maybe Comic Con can be more. Maybe if like uh, Marvel and DC send their actual comic book creators there. Right. And have those panels and keep it to comment, you know, and say, you know, then it's okay. Like maybe, maybe that's what, you know, I would assume they would have some kind of presence there for the comic people, like whether it's no. an artist or a, well, artists can go, right? Are they on contract? They can they go can, on panels and stuff, right? Um, which was my experience. Like again, I said it was years ago, but going to Wizard World Chicago, you know, the artists could, you know, go themselves independently still, but it's, you know, you're not getting that big huge oh so and so is signing at the marvel booth from one to five and right a huge line right i mean which is nice you could get in to see some artists but it's you're not going to see as many and you're not going to see as many big names well i mean i think it'd be cool to check out the website and see what panels you might want to pay for if you can't fly 100%. out there. so all right well, let's uh, move on we got a lot of show to talk about speaking of movies uh old guard 2 the script is done uh charlie's theron is the one that kind of she broke that on social media so Hoping uh, that starts filming in the next year because I love The Old Guard. Yeah, that was good. It was really good. The was good. The movie's good. Can't wait to see more. And then uh, The Alien Show. Apparently those scripts are pretty much set too. They're going to be filming in 2022. Is that now a Paramount? What is that on now? CBS, Paramount? But what is it on? What's that one playing on? FX. Oh, FX. It's Fox That's property. Fox property. So is that, that going to go on Disney Plus? No. Or Hulu? FX. Oh, I'm sorry. FX on Hulu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got that whole synergy FX on Hulu. So that'll be going there. And last but not least, once again, there is another director for Star Trek Four. So, of course, there's a new story as well because it's going to be directed by Matt Shackman, who just got some uh, Emmy nominations for WandaVision. So we'll see. Is, is that goes. slated to be the same cast or is this a reboot? No, oh, Star Trek Four, so it would be the same cast, I assume. It's supposed to be the same cast. We'll see who they bring back. Originally, the story was going to be include uh, Kirk and his father. There's going to be some time travel, so they're bringing in Chris Hemsworth. And we're going to do the time travel all the way back and get it back to the regular timeline, and then none of that ever existed and pissed JJ off. Is that what? Right, that's <laughs> funny. But you know, they 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 previously had Noah Hawley, who you know from um, Legion. Um, anyway. He had a story that is now gone. He's busy doing something else. There was talk for a little bit that Quentin Tarantino was going to do an R-rated. That, that, that's not going to be his tenth movie and then retire. Not going to. Well, happen. I don't know if you listened. He was on the uh, What the Fuck podcast, Mark Maron, and he said oh, that, that retiring was a bunch of shit. He's not retiring. He's not going anywhere. Really? Because I just saw him on another show. Oh, I just saw him on um, Sunday morning. Bill Maher. Like last week, and he said, "Yeah, after my tenth, I'm done." Like he was dead serious about it. Yeah, who knows? He, because the, the thing is, he he said basically on Mar on not on Mar, sorry, on what the fuck that I, he someone took him out of context, blah blah blah. But then, yeah, I've seen other interviews saying, "Yeah, I'm done after 10. It's Tarantino. I don't think he knows what he's going to do until he does it. Well. Uh, yeah, I won't get into that. We'll may, save that for another day. Um, <laughs> so that's, all right. I'll stop there. That's the news. Yeah, that's that's a lot of news, and I thought we had none. Um, 
So real quick, my geek this week, uh, I watched, we, Michelle and I watched uh, Fast and Furious 8 and Hobbs and Shaw. So we are officially caught up until we may even try and go see F9 at the theater if it's still around, just to like, to, to, to cap off that cherry <laughs> on top of the, of whatever cake we just ate. <laughs> but Beefcake. Uh, and then uh, my, uh, one of our, our middle son sent me a nice text saying they should call the next one. Fast 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> I don't know why that makes me laugh. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. That's what they should call the next one. The last Fast one. Fast 10, your seatbelts. <laughs> so, yeah. That's it for me at Geek this week. I didn't do much more now. We've been having huge photo shoots this week. I've been driving back and forth to Grand Rapids, and it's a lot different when you're up, wait, you know, an hour away. Yeah, you're way far away. Yeah. Um. Funny enough, I still haven't seen Hobbs and Shaw, so was it good? Yeah, it's fine. I mean, okay. it, it, I mean, it's good. It's, it's fun to watch. It's you it's know a all those movies. Movie, right? Yeah, yeah, and okay. you know, it's all like testosterone complete. Right. Well, with, you rock know. And, I mean, come on. Yeah, but there's also um, there's a person in there that plays Shaw's sister, and she's great. She's another one of those you know strong woman kind of thing. Really cool. Oh, it's it's actually. She was on the crown, didn't she? It, it, it was actually a nice story. Like it was, you know, it was it was fun to watch. It's, it's Mission Impossible, spyish. Um, I, you know, I like Jason Statham a lot. Like, so know, do I. So I can watch him. My uh, geeks this week. I watched Tomorrow War on Amazon. I think. Oh, I watched that too. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, I didn't didn't mention that. It's but yeah, fine. We're not going to spend an episode talking about it. It's, uh, you know, we both have Prime, so we watched it. Uh, I think we're in agreement that we didn't spend yeah. any extra money. It was fine, but we never need to watch or speak of it again. I there's some really good parts of it though. Like I I like um uh what's his name Jonah Jameson, a uh, Sam too, local guy, friend, semi friend uh, that I know, acquaintance, acquaintance is the right word. Um, uh, no, what's the the guy who played Jonah Jameson, the, the State Farm dude? Oh, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, I just had his name on the tip of my tongue. I know I did too. I did too. Uh, yeah, Gene Jonas Jameson is Steve Farmer. God damn it, Joe! <laughs> It'll come to me. <laughs> you sure? Yeah, uh, no. We're, it'll come to me in about ten minutes when we're talking about something else. J.K. Um, Simmons. J.K. Simmons. Simmons yeah. he, he was, was good. Buffing that dude. Come on, he would look badass. Well, he must have filmed that right after he did. Uh, well, maybe not right after. He got really ripped for uh, the drum lot drink. Oh, did he? Yeah, go look. Look up J.K. Simmons Just League, and like he, they show him in a gym, and he's working out, and he's just fucking ripped. I was like, oh, All he had Lord. was like a jacket on the whole time, like he was an overcoat. It didn't matter what he was wearing. Well, well he was ripped. Well, he looked. He was ripped when he did. What was that movie where he played the drum? The the instructor it was a great movie too with miles uh, with yeah miles. i remember when you're talking about it. i haven't seen i haven't seen it yet but. really good anyways yeah tomorrow war it's fine it's fun uh, it, 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 it's a good watch like don't go into it thinking you're gonna get life-changing experience here but it's a nice little story i didn't like the creatures that much yeah they're all right i i don't know i don't think i can endorse it as much as you can like i i don't feel like a waste of my time but i don't feel like i should tell anyone yeah you should see this i'm like if it's on and it you turn it on well, by accident, watch it until the end. The story's okay. The actors were good. I like Chris Pratt was good in it. The one that played his daughter. Oh, shit. Well, that might be. Yvonne Stravowski. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She was on uh, Chuck. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's fine. It's it's okay. It's yeah. schmaltzy. Yeah. Um, other than that, still reading Network Effect, because why not take a year to read a novel? Right. Um, but then still playing my uh, Switch Lite, which I bought from Joe. Loving that thing way more than I thought. And I, they were both on sale, Super Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and Super Mario 3D All-Stars. I know, I got to get those, and I didn't do it. What's that? I didn't buy this on sale. I had too much stuff going on. Other so things to spend money on. You just click and then pick it up later. Yeah. But I bought them. They Good. were down to 44 bucks, which Mario Kart 8 has gotten down to 40 before. But I was like, you know, it's probably going to get down to 40 at Black Friday. Do I want to wait three, four more months? No, I want, I want to play it now. Right. So for five more dollars, fucking I bought it. Yeah, good for you. Yeah. So that's good, it. Good, good. Cool. That's my geek stuff. All right, let's now jump to our main topic, which is the Loki finale. Um, I would like you to lead this because I have some thoughts. I want. I, I led the Black Widow one, so let's. I think uh, I have some interesting thoughts um, on. Uh, well, hopefully, it's interesting. You know, people just shut this podcast right off. But um, <laughs> I want to see, I want to see where you sit. I know. Well, we kind of know from your post uh, on Facebook at the the Kybercast if you want to see those. But yeah, yeah, I thought it stuck the landing. Uh, I think that's what we're going to talk about most. That did it land? <laughs> I think it did. And he, well, here's okay. It doesn't. Okay, so we already mentioned there's a season two. So obviously, all of your questions are not answered. All of my questions are not answered. I, I might be asking you a leading question because I have thoughts on landing. So go ahead. And that's fine. I liked it because it was, okay. Did you ever watch that sci-fi show from the 60s called The Prisoner? No. Okay. I don't know why my eighth grade English teacher made us watch this show, but I'm glad she did. The show is basically about this spy. He's a very James Bond-esque type character. Um, played by Patrick McGowan, who maybe most of you know him as uh, Longshanks from Braveheart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyhow, he plays a spy. And the reason I bring this up is because the ending is somewhat similar. And then, but he plays a spy who decides, I'm done with the spy business. I'm out. And he tries to retire. And then he gets knocked out, gassed in his apartment. He wakes up on this place called The Village, which exists on the island. It's all very vague. And he finds out he's number six and the person in charge of the island is number two. And they're trying to figure out why he retired. Trying to, They think he's hiding some kind of secret. And the end of the series is very much, it's, it's not the ending you expect. So... You know, some people like everything wrapped up in a nice bow. And I admit there are times I like that too. And I want everything. I want all of my questions answered. And that's how I want the series to end. But being that this is Loki. And not knowing until the end credits that there was a season two. When it stopped where it did. And I still had questions. I'm like. The giant wrench was thrown into this. Uh which is what Loki does. It's chaos. Chaos reigns. And we now end this series. So I thought for about two minutes in pure chaos. And what better way to end a show with Loki? That's why I loved it. And that's why I thought it stuck the landing. So yeah, but I don't think it stuck a landing on that side of it. I think, so I have a different take. Um, 
And I, I have a different take because I kind of, as I was driving home today, we, there's a lot to think about when you're driving home uh, for an hour, that I found a common denominator through all three series that were this, this year that were given, okay. right? And the show's called Loki, right? Yes. Not Loki versus the multiverse, not Loki versus the TVA or Loki and the whatever, right? It's called all Loki. Right. And if you look at this, the every series so far was basically the main character finding themselves, right? WandaVision finally like went through her grief and found herself became Scarlet Witch. Like she found or, be, you know, was about them finding themselves. Finding their purpose? Their purpose or not just purpose or just they're, they're more like who they were. Yep. Who, okay, who, they, who, who they became, right? Falcon and... Uh, Winter Soldier, he became Captain America. That was the, what the whole series was about. Was was yeah. really finding himself became Captain America. Loki making peace with that decision too. Making peace with that decision. Loki, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, was about Loki finding himself. He went through this particular, and it was about bringing Loki back to the MCU. How do you bring that same Loki that lived through all those things that be, that that wanted to take over the world and by and at the first Avengers movie? And then by the time we get to Endgame, sacrifices himself for Thor. It's a different Loki by the time we get to Endgame. Like he is not the same person. He's grown. He's not necessarily evil. Doesn't want things. What they did in this series, and why I do think it was a good ending, was by the time you got to the end, he didn't want the throne anymore. He did. Genuinely, genuinely, he he lived all those things that almost became the same Loki that was at the end of Endgame. Therefore, they kind of rebirth Loki. So if he gets put back into the MCU, he's going to have that same close to that same empathy. So in that respect, the Loki season one had a finale. He found who he was. I can see that. And I think that's the pattern of all three of those. Now, as a, while doing that, there was other things thrown into it, just much like Wanda and much like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you know, like all these other things are happening. We had Agatha and, and Wanda, they told, you know, all along. Um, Now we've got, assuming it's Kang. They never said the word. Uh, he said it was, I'm the one who remains or something like that. Um, we know it's the same actor that plays Kang that's in Ant-Man and Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Lost Quantumania. But they never said the word Kang in this this. Well, that's the show. thing. So the one who remains is not Kang. But. No, he says, I've been called the Conqueror. Right, he's been called that, but he's not Kang. He is, if anything, he's Immortus. Do you know who Immortus is? No. So, in the comics, because Kang has jumped through time, there's many versions of Kang. Right, which is what we're going to see here. Yep. So, one version is Immortus, who um, went back in time and was a pharaoh in Egypt, yada, yada, yada. He um, comes and actually helps the Avengers and helps the TVA in the comics. But this is an older king who has kind of, you know, seen and done everything and is, he's still a pain in the ass. But mm-hmm. Kang the Conqueror is a younger version who is trying to, you know, conquer the multiverse. And then we also, in the comics, 
see an even younger version who it goes by Iron Lad, who wears a suit of armor similar to Iron Man and has similar powers, blah, blah, blah. But he goes by Iron Lad and is a member of the Young Avengers. We've already seen a lot of pieces put into place to set up the Young Avengers. Um, so it's, impo- it's it's entirely possible we might see an Iron Lad, which would have to be a younger actor, a younger you know black actor, cast to be that. Now, I think the king, or not, he never says it. Sorry, the man who, the one who remains, I think he's more of the Immortus type, just because he's not all. Yes, you did say he's been called Conqueror, and maybe that's who he was at a different point in time, because he said he lived a million lives. So who knows mm-hmm. how old he really is. At one point in time, he may have been Kang, the Conqueror. But at this point, you know, he's lived enough iterations of lives that... Okay, I thought you said Mortis. It's Immortus. Yeah, Immortus. I thought you said just Mortis. I was trying to, I was trying to look it up. No, Immortus. So, all that to say... I don't know. What was the question? No, <laughs> no I just said that, um, you know, what I was say, it, what the show did do was it landed some things, but it opened up much more. Oh, yeah. This is, uh, you know, almost literally Pandora's box just to cut open. Right. Um, but I think that uh, I can understand, like, the, really, I had to watch it a second time to really, I, I wasn't sure I actually liked it the first time. Um, and what I mean by that is, see, Michael, you know all these characters, right? I, I think that Marvel might be on the edge of becoming um, slightly too convoluted, slightly too convoluted for everyday watchers. Like you can watch Iron Man start to finish, know nothing about the Marvel universe, and enjoy the film. You know what I mean? Like, like all the characters up until now, you can basically get like the regular. I shouldn't say people that don't like really follow this stuff. Right, they they can get into the movies thing in here, but if if you don't know any of this stuff, it and watch the series, like I watch Michelle, she's like, well, I don't know what, no, what the hell's going on? I have no idea. And like, if it gets too confusing, I think they could, it could start to crack a little bit. I totally understand where you're coming from. You and I have had this conversation before. It's why I don't like the Lord of the Rings movies. Right. Well, I should well, take it back. You should. You haven't watched them. I don't like the first Lord of the Ring movie because I just didn't care. And like I said, I saw it with a friend who knows the books intimately. And he's like, well, you see, this happened because of this. And they don't, you know, I'm like, well, why did they Yeah, but you can watch those movies without knowing anything in the books. They, they're, they're, you don't have to know anything of Lord Joe, of the Rings to watch it. You just made the argument that it's too complex that the Marvel Universe. I, I didn't think, I didn't think Lord of the Rings was complex, though, like the movies. But you no- read the books. I didn't read. So I'm actually it's true. an example of what you're saying. Okay. I'm not saying, I'm not pissing on the Lord of the Rings. I know you love it. I, for me, it just didn't, I didn't grab onto me. And part of that was because, in my opinion, I shouldn't have to read the books to understand the movies. And I, it's a similar argument to what you're making is that yeah. you shouldn't have to watch every single Marvel series and every single ancillary series to understand. And it is getting a, a bit complex. I agree with you. No, I, I'm not even saying that you have to, like, it's fine. You don't have to watch all of them. Like, I don't think you should have to. I think it's good if you do. I'm just saying, like, there's so many, like, straight, you, you know, this, if you watch Loki start, Loki, Loki start to finish, it didn't feel like it finished. And it didn't even feel like I got, like, like, 
episode five is almost irrelevant in a way. Like they could have like ramped up. They could have maybe showed King because basically all episode six was was exposition. Well, there's a lot of exposition throughout this whole show, and that one thing I will say about this show, I enjoyed it. I still, for me, it is the best of the three MCU shows. In my, I think opinion. I might like Wanda better, and that's fine. I and I. But I love this too. I, I, I mean, like I said, when I watched I it the second argue. time, I watched it a second time. I liked it better the second time. Yeah, and like I said, it's just my opinion that this show I liked it more. But I will argue it is a bit of an ending, but not maybe the ending we wanted, or even the one that we deserved. But really, this story, yes, a large portion of it was Loki finding himself. That's a true ending. I, I, I like that part of the ending. That, that's fine. Yes, but another true ending was we have to remember another story going on this whole season was Sylvie's story. Right. And her story, her whole focus from almost day one was to find who's controlling the TVA and kill them. And she does. There is a finality to that. But because of the nature of multiple universes... There is the the finality. Yes, she killed that guy. No question. The one who remains is dead. Yep. But now it opens. Her killing him has a Hydra effect, not Hydra, you know, the... the, Yeah, cut one head off. Right. The actual classical Hydra. Both. Both. Right, right. Cut one head off. and, And we see this when Loki runs off. And remember... In the TVA, there were the three statues of the three timekeepers. Yep. They pulled a nice Planet of the Apes move on us here. Yes. And I fucking loved that. Yeah, that was great. It was awesome. Now, my question to you is it's not, I don't think Loki went back to a different timeline. I think all reality's jacked. Oh, well, that's the thing. Okay. I don't know if he went to another timeline. Who knows? Because. Well, clearly, because Morbius doesn't know who he is. Right, he, something's fucked up. So not Morbius, he's in the same timeline, Mobius. Yeah, and B was it B nineteen? Is that her name? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, history has been rewritten, and it makes me wonder here because I, I think he's in the same, you know, reality that he came from. I don't. I don't think, think there is a reality. I don't think there is a reality right now. Well. Well, also the TVA exists outside of reality, so right. who knows? But at some point, Kang the Conqueror threw, uh, somehow went through time and, and, and took over. TVA. Right. Yes. You can tell by his, now his statue is there, just his. Right. And that that statue is definitely Kang the Conqueror. Right. Well, it's now, as far as we know. I would, that's I would our, bet my left hand. Yeah, that's our take based on what we yes. the knowledge that we have yes now, now is this the same king that's gonna they say king the conqueror in ant-man and the wasp and quantumania now does that mean nothing gets resolved in multiverse of madness no we don't know we well that's the thing there's so much supposition going on and marvel is really doing a good job of using all of this stuff to set up all i mean yes they're setting up the next few stories and pieces, but that's comics, man. One, you know, or that's just life too. Cause 
you know, a butterfly flaps its wings in Brazil and you get a tornado in, you know, what, Ohio or something like that, you know. They're setting all these things up. Does that mean that Strange is going to be trying to limit the number of realities? Who knows? I have no idea what Doctor Strange is going to be about now. Well, here's what I, I'm, I'm here's the confusion for everybody, right? So if this is happening, like I assume that this is the order that that um, this has all happened prior to what's coming out now, right? Like, how does this affect Shang Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings? How does this affect the Eternals? How does this affect Spider Man No Way Home? And then it goes right. into Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness. We don't get Ant Man and the Wasp until February 17th, 2023. That's two years from now. That's crazy. But yeah. So so is Kang gonna be through all of this? Or are we gonna have like like what does Shang Chi take place? Is do we, do we get a little line saying um prior to endgame? Well, let's look at it this way. Um we only got a glimpse of Thanos at the end of the first Avengers movie. He was more of a presence of Guardians of the Galaxy, and they built him from there. And Yeah, but this know, is the, we've already have fractured timelines now. That's like fine. But now they're establishing Actually not fractured, it's fractured timelines and universes. Yeah, but now they're establishing who the next big, big man is going to be. Yeah, I get that, but like, but right now everything's fractured. So, what is the Shang Chi going to be in the correct thing, or is that just going to be its own thing and not be connected to other people? Is Eternals going to be its own universe and not be connected to something? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I don't. Are, I, are they all going to be in the same timeline? Is that kind of what you're saying? Yeah, is it a part of a Marvel timeline, or is it just like now? one-off stuff that happens in different universes and this is earth 55 and whatever. I see what you're saying. Well, so here's what we know. Eternals was supposed to come out last November. Um, you know, what, so they may have to put, they're going to have to put dates on these when they come up, I think. Cause actually the, the next, technically the next multiverse thing might be Spider-Man is what we think. Right, so Eternals was supposed to come out last year, November, mm-hmm. which was well before the series was supposed to come out. So I think that takes place before the events of Loki. Well, no, has take, well no, the events of Loki are basically Endgame. Right. And before actually Endgame actually was fixed. Actually, yeah, you're right. Because let's rewind here a sec. Right. Uh, Endgame... Wasn't Loki, over. The show takes place after the Battle of New York. Correct. Then you need to jump ahead a few years to get to Infinity War, and then five years after that. Right. So, all that to say, I think everything is still going to take place. There's still going to be a prime MCU. Wait, I think every. I think that Immortals. Um, not Immortals. Eternals, Eternals and Shang-Chi have to take place prior to Infinity War even. No. no yeah. We already know. No, Eternals, we already know that's not the case. What is the case? When does Eternals come out? When, what is it, where is it on the timeline? Because they already mentioned the fact that, um, remember, they make reference to the Avengers and may, I could be Captain America now. 
Well, that could be an Avengers. Yeah, movie. that could There's be after that, that could be after the Avengers movie. I'm saying it's got to take place before Infinity War. No, no reason for that. Yeah, because that's when all time gets jacked. Doesn't mean that uh, anyone notices. No, it is now because Loki blew it. Not Loki, because Loki just shattered it all. Like right now, so a, technically, right a, now we don't even know. This is why this is the loophole of time problems in, in films. Right now, everything is so fractured that we don't even know if Endgame took place. We don't know if, if even uh, technically, because of where Luke Loki left off, which would be the end of Avengers, we don't even know if anything past the Avengers happened now. It happened. We don't know that, though. It's all fractured. But we were told that in, in Endgame when they when she went when when um, Banner went to talk to um, Doctor Strange, but found the uh, Sorcerer Supreme, and she said, "You take this out, and everything gets shattered." Yeah. So right now, everything is out. It could get put back, but right now, technically, nothing. Everything after that moment of from when Loki left at the, which would now be the first Avengers movie. Everything after that is in limbo. I don't think so. It has to be. There's no other way. There's that timeline is gone. That reality is gone. Everything is gone. Oh. There is no yes. That main timeline is still there. There are just now alternate timelines as well. They branched off, but the main one's still there. But what I'm saying is it's Loki. Was, but but that Loki was part of the main one, and now he's out of it. So everything that happens to that Loki is did not happen anymore. What do you mean? They didn't replace that Loki. They didn't have to. They had. They, they showed. Did they didn't see. They no. didn't show him replaced. They told him they pulled him. Yeah, and he watched the video of himself dying. That already happened. I don't. I don't. I think it's all in limbo. No. Nah. Because I think they're going to replace. I think Loki's going to come back. The whole point of this, I think, it was when if when things get back to whatever quote unquote normal will be, Loki will be put back, and it'll be this Loki that actually doesn't get killed. Oh, this is that's your that's your mistake. It's not getting put back to normal. The it's, Pandora's box is open. That's what I'm saying. The multiverse so that, is here forever. No, I don't think it will be here forever. I think it will be resolved in a multiverse of madness. To get back to if they don't, then I think people are just going to be like, "What the hell? I can't keep track of all this." They don't have to keep track of anything. These stories are going to take place in the main timeline, but now there are these alternate timelines that they can jump into when they want, when this when the story uh, needs it. For example, when they decide to bring back Iron Man, but as a younger man, hey, here's Iron Man. Here's what they're setting up. Or what they could be setting up. A couple of years ago, they redid Secret Wars. Secret War. Now, the original from the 80s was really... It was, it was a toy... Uh, it was a toy advertisement, right? To sell toys. Right. But a couple of years ago, they did this thing where um, there are all these different realities and some were being squashed out. It was basically Marvel's version of Crisis on Infinite Earths. Right. Are you familiar with that? Unfortunately, on the CW, yeah. But I haven't oh, read the oh, actual... The version. Yeah, I haven't read the, that one, but I am familiar with it. The, 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 very, the basic gist is... DC tried to clean up their comic continuity back in the 80s and right. they took all the universes and made them into one. Right. But now Marvel did the same thing for a while, right? Well, their big thing for that was they they took 
all these different universes. There's still multiple ones, but they took them all and they separate them and there's this war and blah, blah, blah. And then they made one single main thread that's their continuity and they they took the ultimate universe and wrapped it into that. That's why we have, you know, Spider-Man, you know, the two different Spider-Man, blah, blah, blah. So here's what I think they're going to do. The main Marvel timeline that we've watched for the last 10, 11 years is going to continue. They're still going to tell stories stories in that. However, now that the multiverse exists, yes, there's going to be problems that happen. And yes, it's going to come up in Doctor Strange. I don't think they're going to go back to just one single timeline or universe or reality, whatever you want to call it again. Because having multiple universes allows for more... Uh, more story options, but more importantly, from a revenue standpoint, it allows you to refresh your cast, which ages over time. No, I get, I get all, I get all of that. I'm just saying that, like, technically, the way I look at it right now, everything that we just watched over the last ten years could be wiped out. Could be wiped out. All reality as we know it is 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 different. Well, yeah, it's just like the comics. It could be, right? But it's probably not going to be. Well, and I think it'll probably be resolved by. I would assume by Doctor Strange movie. He's definitely going to deal with it. Whether or not. Well, yeah, it's called Multiverse of Madness. I mean, it's pretty clear. Yeah, it's right, right, right. But like this 100% confirms if we didn't know it already, obviously, that, you know, we're, that's why we're going to see Doctor Octopus from the uh, Sam Raimi Spider Man movies. Mm-hmm. Why we're going to see Jamie Foxx as Electro. From you know the rebooted the Garfield Spider-Man movies, we assume that's my assumption. Yes, but I think it's pretty strong at this point. I mean, Alfred, you know, Jamie Fox hasn't said much, but Alfred Molina kind of said too much. Kind of said too much. Either it was a leak, or he said too much. It could have been planned because Feige, yes, kind of ribbed him and teased him afterward. Right, but. If you're in a leak, it would be a way to leak. Because, yeah, Melita said, yeah, I'm playing Dr. Octopus, same guy. Right. Well, what do you think? So, what did you, how did you like um, the way that the one, the He Who Remains was played by Jonathan Majors, who is already cast as King the Conqueror, if you go to IMDb, in, like I said, Ant Man of the Wasp, Quantum Mania? I loved it. I thought it was perfect. Um, By the way, though, if it, just because uh, – sorry to McCoy, but it just it popped to my head. Just because the timelines get resolved maybe in uh, Doctor Strange doesn't mean Kang is dead. No. Just so you know. I mean – No, I, like it, I said, it, I think he's the big bad. I think he is probably going to be who the Avengers eventually take on next. What did you think of, of Jonathan Majors? I, I I thought it was pretty cool. Like how he played him was interesting. I loved him, and he was unhinged. But how was sane he? would you be after all he's been? He's I don't know if he was unhinged at all. I think he was. Uh, if he wasn't unhinged, he was very um, theatrical, very dramatic. Well, yeah, he was just like playing him along until he didn't know what was going to happen. Then he was kind of shut up. Well, I can see that. I mean, for millions and millions of years, he's known everything that's going to happen. And here right. we go. You know, he had a few seconds, maybe a couple minutes, where he didn't know what was going right. to happen. Right it up to the, the end. He didn't felt know. something new in a while. Right. Before. So I thought I thought he did a good job. And I thought, you know, when 
when Sylvie killed him. I didn't, uh, you know, when she killed him, she thrust the sword and then she kind of sat down and, on the floor. And I, did you th- think she realized what she did? Like that he wasn't lying? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, yes, Loki, it turns out Loki was right that killing him was the wrong answer, but there really was no right answer. Were they going to kill millions as well? I mean, it's a tough question. And I don't know that either answer is right, but when she slumped down on the floor, what I thought was, she, her thought was, well, what now? Right. Her whole life, her whole existence and identity since she was a child was getting revenge. And she finally got it. And it wasn't, <clears throat> I don't think it was very fulfilling for her. Yes, she's killed people her whole life. Um, you know, and, you know, did it well. And who, know, who knows how many people she has murdered. But this was everything her life was leading to. And she even says to him, aren't you going to beg for your life? He doesn't. Well, no, because he knows he's coming back. Well, yeah, exactly. He knows he's coming. Not exactly like that, but a version of him is coming back. To do the same thing he already did. Exactly. Like save save the thing. So, but he didn't beg. And then she kills him and it's very clinical. She stabs him and then she just collapses because what, what is her focus now? What does she have to live for? She's done it. She has not thought. I, that. I, I took it as regret. I took it as. Oh, I, I don't. I didn't take it as regret at all. Do you think but we'll why, see her why? again? Hundred percent. We can't not see her. Will it be season two, or will it be in some of the other f- movies coming up? Do oh, think I think we'll, we'll see her in season two. I, I don't know about the movies. It's. Um, I think it's been rumored and slightly confirmed that Loki's going to be a multiverse of madness. Kind of has to be. Hmm. I would think you so. Know, but. I'd like to, I'd like to see her again. I'd as, okay. So the Loki that died in Endgame or Infinity mm-hmm. War. That is Loki, right? Yeah. Loki. The Loki. Endgame. It was the first part of Endgame, wasn't it? No, it was Infinity War. You're right. No, it's Infinity War. Yeah, Infinity um, War. Yeah. I mean, he had become this redeemed character and now through his actions in this, the variant Loki has also, I thought, in many ways... He's not redeemed, but he found out what he, what he didn't want was the power that he thought he wanted. Well, okay, but he's also redeemed himself a bit. Mm. Well, at least... well, maybe He didn't not. do anything to get redeemed yet. True. Okay, good point there. Um, but he's much more... It's, it's easier to be em- em- empathetic to him. I yeah, guess. he's slightly matured and understands who he is more. That was the point of the series. That's why I thought the end was fine. It was good. Right, I maybe this is me just shipping, mm-hmm. but I I want to see him and Sylvie together and happy. Uh, I thought I, I didn't like I didn't like the kiss at all. Like you're too very like no, I don't need them together. I don't know, no too. I it's the same. It. I don't have a problem with it. I just didn't. I didn't think it was needed. I was like I don't. I just didn't think I needed it. Well, it was a confirmation of what they had alluded to from basically like episode three on. And it was, no, I think to me it's a better metaphor for he just wants to be happy. Somehow like himself. He wants to like himself. He doesn't like himself. That's That was his point. Yeah. He's getting there. He's so getting there. This may, But this may have changed things. How does this change their relationship? Yeah, I don't know. Because he tr- turns out he's right. Turns out he's right, but he's also been like, he got, he, think of where Loki is right now. Or our Loki, I'll say. 
um, betrayed by who he thought he could trust himself, right? Mm-hmm. Basically, it's a version of himself thrown back, let go. Lost the only friend that he actually had lately in the in in Morbius because he doesn't even know who he is now. Mobius. Mobius. God, I keep saying Morbius. Mobius. Um, I must. I must really want to see that vampire movie with Jared Jared Leto. Um, so, and he's got no one now. So, just like uh, Lady Sif said, he's alone. Yep. Again. Right. He's in worse than he was. Because he has, and he sees everything going to shit, and we don't know what's going to happen next. Right. You know, I mean, it was an awesome ending. Um, I think there's a lot going on, but I can understand why people would watch it and go, what did I just, I don't even know what I'm doing watching this. Like, I don't even know what it is. I, I've seen some of those reactions. Most of the people I've talked to, uh, I've got a friend who's not nearly the geek I am. And as soon as it was done, he's like, wow, that, that was perfect. So there are people that, you know, I, I loved it. I thought it was, I mean, yes. Is it continuing the story? Has it stuck the landing and started something else? Like, like you had said to me online, I think it did both. Mm-hmm. I think this is the ending, the only ending it could have been. Loki alone, uh, everything chaotic. It's it's 100% Loki. And no, I, I, I agree with you. I just wanted to make sure people didn't think it was like, it's not really an ending. It's a, it's a launch for beginning, but it was an ending of Loki finding himself, which is very similar to the other two series. Right. It turns out to be a fantastic season finale. Yeah. I do think like there's, I think this one had some of the more down episodes too, that, that like, I think episode five wasn't the best. Um, and I think that, uh, let's see, if I look through it. Um, yeah, journey. Yeah. Five and even Lamentus wasn't my favorite one either. Oh, I like Lamentus. You know, and you know, it's just, you know, personal preference. A lot of people, I've seen a lot of people talking online about how um, this show is a lot more telling instead of showing. And I get that. Um, but it was, you know, kind of deep and philosoph- philosophical. And yeah, I, I mean, I, yes, I would have liked to have seen more action as well, but some of it just had to be talked out. And, I, mean, I, I did, you know, what I did like in episode five was seeing all the other ones. And I loved, you know, um, uh, Richard Grant. You know, was great. Oh, that was great. He he played, he camped that role up. It was great. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some good stuff to it. But anyways, it's just you know, good series finale. We have it, it all. It did is open up a bunch of questions, which is great. Um, the next thing we get from Marvel is uh, what if? I think is the next actual thing we get, which that's really yep. not part of the timeline thing. And then well, we. I'm going to throw this out there. Now that there's a multiverse and there's all these different options, is these could become, I mean, is it quite the standalone show that we thought it was going to be? No, it could say that this here's universe, that universe, that kind of thing could work. Um, well, I guess I'm saying the real, the next real big Marvel thing for me is Shang-Chi at September 3rd. Um, yes. uh, Cause I don't, I'm not quite sure when Hawkeye comes out yet. I want to say November on Hawkeye. Yeah, it could be. But the thing is, too, is like, okay, Black Widow kind of sets up what Hawkeye might be, but what part of the timeline is it? I, I think it's got to all be 
I think you're way too worried about that. Yeah, well, I guess. Because, you know, I don't know. If you get, if it, Once you start messing with time, it, it gets a lot of holes get thrown in there. Like, technically, we could blame Captain America because he didn't do what he was supposed to do. Maybe. He could. It could all be started there. Like, he came back, but he didn't come back. He set the things right, but he already altered the time by staying there. But apparently that was supposed to happen. Maybe. According to He Who Remains. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Well, that's a good way to wrap it up then. According to it all, it's all supposed, it was all supposed to happen to according to He Who Remains. So um, we were going to talk Bad Batch, but we have gone long. I think this was better to keep it at uh, just at Loki. We'll probably get into. The last four episodes, I'll probably rewatch them just to kind of catch up again because tomorrow another one comes out. Um, I will say that I'm kind of digging it right now. Uh, I'll leave it at that. But uh, so next episode of the Kybercast, we'll be talking about uh, more Bad Batch and some Star Wars stuff, hopefully. Um, anything else you, you want to talk about, Loki, before we call it quits on this particular episode? No, I think there's a good place to stop. Cool. Um, hey, if you come to our podcast because you saw it was a Loki finale. Hey, thanks for listening to us. Uh, if, if you've come back from listening to other podcasts, we thank you very, very much. It seems that we've started to get even a few more listeners. So thank you all who, you know, share the podcast with their friend. That's all we ask of you is tell a friend about us. Um, if you also want to uh, leave a, a nice review or even a shitty review, that's all right. Put some, <laughs> we can take it. Um, you know, make sure you leave those reviews on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, uh, Amazon Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Podbean, or whatever the hell, Spotify, whatever. Any of those cool podcatchers that you listen to us on, hit that subscribe button because then you'll know you have a new episode when it gets uploaded. Um, and if you want to talk to us or get a hold of us via social media, Michael's got you covered there. If you're on Instagram or Twitter, find us at Kybercast. If on Facebook, we have both a page and a group at The Kybercast. Cool. That'll do it for this week's episode of The Kybercast. We will catch up with you next week. Until then, this is the way. I have spoken. What a piece of junk. Boring conversation anyway.